Hello and welcome to the Tongue and Cheek Podcast with the Solomon Sisters. I am Dina. I'm Ilana. And we are your pop culture vultures in Couture. And we have been gone for a little bit of time, but we are so happy to be back and we have so much to discuss. So much. We are so excited for our guest tonight. We have Bravo Well Black host Kaya and Aaron joining us tonight to discuss all of the hot topics of things that we have missed and there's so much going on in the Bravo world and we have missed you over the new year and Christmas holidays but we're back it's 2021 and we have so many thoughts. No. Well, oh my god we're the- so thrilled to have you both here. Yes I'm so excited. Yes, we're so happy to be here. Well, you- I, we had the best time last time, so yeah, right. like getting to do like another, you know, take where this time we get to put you a little bit in the hot seat, and you guys will tell us, <laughs> our whole, you know, about you and your story. We'll actually, really, to be honest, love to start with that. We are so excited you are here, and it would be such a pleasure to have you share with everyone how you guys created your, uh, you know, podcast and everything, and just sort of the story behind it. Um, well, we actually met in uh, high school. We became really good friends in high school. We had the same web design class together. Um, and then, you know, we've been friends ever since. Um, once we got out of school, we maneuvered into our own jobs and, you know, what we were doing. And, you know, this year during the pandemic, we were like, hey, you know, we want to do something together. And I think we wanted we wanted to do a podcast at the time because we wanted to talk about Bravo-related things. You know, we're always looking at Vanderpump Rules. We're always looking at Housewives. And, you know, there, aren't, there weren't at the time many people of color talking about it. Um, so we just wanted to take that in our own hands. And I think it was just randomly we just decided one day, hey, let's start it. <laughs> yeah, because there was no better time than we had all these time on our hands, just staying home, trying to not get corona. Um, you know, we just wanted also just, everyone tells us that we're so funny, so we want to make other people laugh. And we would always find each other talking about Bravo shows and, and you know, just like making these comments about Bravo. So we do just like, we might as well just film an episode see what happens and we filmed an episode and it was like hilarious but it'll never see the light of day <laughs> and then we like finally got into it and this was after we made like the instagram page and people actually started following us and actually started giving a fuck what we were saying so we were like let's just take it seriously and now we've taken it seriously yeah. and we've gotten to meet so many people just like you guys you know we followed your page for a minute we love your style we love that you style people yeah. we love fashion so we always frame our podcast around um, you know, the specific people that we're going to have on our podcast. And then sometimes we just do it solo. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think you guys have like the best energy. I love your podcast. I also, I know you love like your IG page where and we were again, just so honored to even be on your podcast. Like we just love everything about you guys. Thank you so much. Thank we you. So appreciate that. No, yeah, absolutely. And I do want to know, like, just, um, I know we talked about some of these things when we were on your podcast, which everyone should check out. But also, I would love for you to share with everyone, like, what are your favorite shows from Bravo? And sort of, you know, I, I know you mentioned Vanderpump Rules, but sort of what was your starter shows, if you will? 
Definitely Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, Housewives of Atlanta, <laughs> and then um, Kaya got me really into Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, we were, like, very into Vanderpump Rules, and um, we weren't really so much into, like, Summer House, but recently I've been into Summer House, especially because they're coming back, especially because they have, like, a woman of color in the cast. Like, you know, we're, we're, we like the way that things are shaping out, but it does feel kind of taxing when they add a person of color and, like, they're making them do all the work, kind of like on the other, and you know, yeah. what's going on right now. Yeah. They seem to be. There's a lot of that happening across the board. Mm-hmm. And how are you feeling about um, with um, Summer? Well, with Summer House, who is your favorite characters or, or people on the show? Luke. No, they're characters, Dita. You said it right. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron always says character, and I'm like people because it's not like a like a fictional show but you know what they're playing like these played up yeah. versions of themselves so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's and okay I feel to like say they're higher talent you know because right. they're also character-y they're not like a regular person because if you're a regular person you don't have like the narcissism to pull off the you know the show so yeah you exactly. need a character. <laughs> i would definitely say on summer house is definitely luke because he's hot i don't care that everyone thinks that he was like a gaslighter and led hannah on like he, he was straight up from the beginning and hannah pursued him but then i also like hannah in addition to that I, did you I watch the hannah. flight attendant oh sorry oh i actually like i heard that luke was in it and then i wanted to start it but then um i think i ended up watching um what is it? bling empire on oh Netflix. that was so good that oh my gosh so good. oh my god so i want to watch it again I think mm. I finished it's worth it less than watch. a day, which was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron, who is your favorite? I caught you up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's no problem at all. I'd say Hannah. Honestly, I'm not really into Summer House. The only reason I say that is because I watched the Bravo's chat room, and she's really grown on me. So I'll say Hannah because that's what I know right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to watch this season? Yeah, yes, I will be watching this season. He kind of has no choice. Like, he has to watch Yeah, it's not, yeah, not he hasn't watched it before. <laughs> it's like, you have to watch everything except OC. <laughs> She's holding yeah, me yeah. hostage. Well, actually, speaking <laughs> of OC, we'd love to get your thoughts about what just, like, happened, I think, was it yesterday? Or this morning, yeah. was it? It was, like, overnight, you know? Like, you overnight, went to sleep yeah. and everything was fine, and then you wake up to, like, bullshit. <laughs> Insane. Perfectly put, by the way. So, like, from just a little brief background, at least from what I know, but everyone, you guys can add more if you know than what I'm saying. But Kelly Dodd seemed to call out um, the IG account on Bravo Historian. Also, like, didn't also tagged her bosses as well, right? Yeah, but it wasn't the right one. Oh, I love that. (laughs) um, And then when I, and then Bravo Historian got rid of all her accounts. Yes, yeah, she, she deactivated because, um, you know, she Kelly Dodd tried to dox her, but she ended up doxing the wrong Samantha Bush, which she definitely needs to, she needs, she needed to be fired before the season even started, but she definitely needs to be fired now because you're attacking fans and you literally have hundreds of thousands of followers, maybe like a million if you add all social media together and you completely like dox a Bravo fan account and she felt, uh, you know, strong enough to tag Bravo Watch What Happens Live because she was on Watch What Happens Live 
last week when I was like in the audience to watch what happens live, she was like, yeah, this is who you have on your show. You should even have on your show. And it's insane because no one wanted her on watch what happens live. She only went on watch what happens live is to apologize. And she clearly took back her apology by acting like an asshole once more. She's a racist son of a bitch. I don't have time, uh, you know, to really talk about her on my account. I try not to even say her name. I call her redacted Dodd or scream face Dodd because she has all those fillers in her cheeks and looks disgusting so i you know i would just like for her to not come back but if she doesn't come back i always say it's not a problem because we already tanked the ratings for oc so many people like we're oc is on right now and we're filming no one is watching oc no one gives a fuck about oc no one on this side and you know if she comes back it's literally fine because we'll just tank it again Beautifully well put. <laughs> I feel like said <laughs> you've said this before because you said it so perfectly. It's just like I, I don't have time for the same bullshit over and over again. As well as all this time. Long as all time. <laughs> it's just like the same shit every time you log in. We already know she's a racist, a racist bitch who screams that she's Mexican. She screams that she's black. She screams that she's Middle Eastern. She puts up her 21 and me, but it's 23 and me, just to prove that she has like this different background. And she does it because every time she does something, she gets the attention. She likes the attention. I won't give her that attention. That's why I'm not blocked, because I don't give a fuck about her. She does not live in my universe, and I don't watch her show. So that's why I'm just like not as uh, mad about it because I've already, you know, she's not in my world anymore. I don't give a fuck about her. I think that it's amazing, not anything related to her per se, but like, at least as far as I know, this is the first time where like the Bravo community has joined together and sort of been like, no, we won't watch this show. We won't support this person. And the strength of the community, I, I'm honestly like impressed, like being a part of it. And I'm still sort of like in awe of like the even like way that the power of the community can have because it's a huge network and to be able to on any level influence, you know, its ratings and its production I mean, it was an incredibly short season and i don't think it was because of covid and i think that's something sort of amazing i mean andy even referenced that there was boycotting of the show on the reunion and i think like that is something to be like the impact is something to be proud that that were that the fans are able to do that when something is wrong yeah we have the power and that's what these people don't remember is that mm. you are not able to be yourself without an audience and if your audience gets taken away then you're just screaming into the void so it's just that's why yeah. i'm just not gonna even pay attention to her i, I love that and i think we, we gave her enough time we just wanted to hear what you guys were thinking because it was <laughs> yeah. just so, like so insane this morning i got up at like eight and i see everything and it's like, what happened i was messing with <laughs> alana but, um, oh sorry alana you go no, I was just going to say when, like, to me, the, the mo I mean, you said it perfectly. I almost feel I'm being redundant. But the most extraordinary thing to me is how stupid, like, the Bravo celebrities are that aren't appreciative of their fans anyway. Like, sort of the accounts that support and allow the talent to have the platform that they have, even if they're critical of you, are still of huge value because they make you relevant and to not understand that is so i mean it's just so obtuse it's 
incredibly stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. She's in her own world. <laughs> she definitely lives in a very odd world. <laughs> and we're just not there, so. Yeah, I think I think personally that she's gonna be let go, but I think that whole cast could do with a remix. Mm. And let's like, uh, can I just say though that I think that there's a few casts across Bravo that I would be so good at if they just like clean slated it. I agree. There's, okay. there's nothing more to see here. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how like, I feel about done, done, done. Ilana, do you know what I love? All things housewives? I do. But I also love art and silk. Well, then you're going to love to say the scarves because silk specialists in Italy layer original artwork on silken canvases via the latest digital printing technology, allowing for an array of art mediums and colors to be expressed. They're the most beautiful scarves on the market. Well, now we all must shop to Seda. And you can! Go to shoptoseda.com, that's shoptoseda, D-E-S-E-D-A, and enter our promo code SOLOMAN20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Happy shopping! So speaking of rumors, we did want to also hear about your thoughts and about Southern Charm, about um, Madison and the whole like Jay and Kristen and everything with that. Have you guys been, because I, um, I know we discussed on your podcast as well, oh, Southern Charm, did you watch the reunion, your thoughts? Oh yeah, the reunion isn't on yet. I did see the season the finale. Sorry, yeah, this, this, no, I know, what you, I got you. The season finale, I saw the season finale. Um, it was a good season finale. I'm actually going to go out on a limb and say that I'm Team Madison, actually, because I understand that people are saying that she's rude to, to Austin. But at the end of the day, I don't have sympathy for these people who continue to coddle Catherine. So it's just like, I'm, yeah. I'm more likely not to like you if you continue to coddle Catherine and if you continue to disrespect Leva and you continue to pretend that you're holding people accountable when you're not holding anyone accountable and then on top of that it's just Madison is such a douchebag he's cheated on her you know they both go back and forth with each other they're petty like that they actually love the drama so I'm here for it and as far as Kristen Cavallari I think that she's thirsty as fuck she's always going to try to be in the spotlight she had a show it failed no one watched it so she's trying to get either her own show on Bravo because she sees the prop, the power of like the Bravo verse and a lot of people from Bravo actually watch Laguna Beach and like the hills and like all those MTV shows that she's from but I just I'm not a fan of Kristen Cavalieri I don't know why you know she has such a big fan base I know that Jay Cutler is a football player but um you know Madison was being petty but I, I feel like uh you know Craig and Austin kind of started it at first when they were on live with Kristen Cavallari and her friend, the, I don't think it's the hairdresser. I don't know if he's also a hairdresser. Jonathan or something? Jonathan or something. Yeah. That's Jay. He's nosy as fuck. He was there. They were on live. They were taunting Madison. They started that shit. And guess what? You want a war? You got a war. Madison is great for like drama. I feel like she reminds me, okay, this might be a little leap, but she does give me vibes of early Kenya, where you just know she'll come in and push the kind of drama forward. 
I think it's good because it's just like been this boys club on Southern Charm and the yeah. boys get away with whatever the fuck they want to get away with and Madison comes and you know even Shep last season Shep was the villain thank God Shep changed like it, he's really showing yeah. growth especially with his girlfriend but last season he called her a white trash hairdresser and that was so classist and ignorant of him because he came from a family with fucking money so how dare you sit on TV and call her a white trash hairdresser even Austin was making fun of her work and it's just like you guys and Austin has no money Austin is broke as fuck like let's that let's let that be known Austin is broke his beers are also not selling so he also needs the drama I just think that Madison is exactly what they needed to shake things up and um it can't just be all the guys being misogynistic being pigs and there's no answer to that if madison's there she's gonna be there and she's gonna make it known and she's going to you know feel you're gonna feel her presence because that's just the kind of personality that she is i just loved when she walked into the treehouse and was like you beta bitch keep being beta and she lie. That's another show. I think we can put a put a ribbon on that and like, <laughs> Aaron wants to cancel it. Like, take it off. Really? Yeah. So Yeah. You I, know, I one really of like the to. things I really didn't like this season and found really frustrating was I found like the whole season was people chasing Catherine when Catherine should have been chasing everyone else to like yes. show good face, if you will. And then I was really honestly borderline nauseated by the guys like coming to her rescue because she kind of plays coquettish and acts like a victim and being I don't know it's just so like like obvious what she's doing and it's like every woman hates you it's not because you are something like that they all want to be it's probably because you're not a good person like no one is unanimously hated and for the men to not be able to sit back and think there must be more to this story when craig in the last it was the second to last or the actual last episode was kind of like i didn't know it's like why didn't you know this is all over the social media like how did you not take a second look and i almost felt at a certain point like um levis particularly but um vinita as well i felt like these people, I wouldn't even sit with her anymore. Like, they're being kind and oh taking God, on yes. something. Yes. But, like, at this point, I've been like, no, I can't believe you've even made me, like, get to the point where I'm begging you to talk to me to make you understand why you need to put Like, the whole thing was so warped that it did make me really frustrated. And then I actually somewhat, first I laughed when they showed the tanning um the tan yeah, hands on the her door because <laughs> right away i knew whose house this was but see, I mean, then after i was like the first two seasons end with her in a pregnancy test that turns out to be real this was obviously stunted and fake and it just felt like they, they were doing it to somehow create like some sort of sympathy or like likability like hey remember why we like her she's a hot mess who keeps getting pregnant and you know like it just sort of made me angry like it almost negated anything that they were sort of trying to give in the message of like oh she's gonna grow because then they were just sort of like no no no, now it's time to like her again i don't know it really frustrated me and i felt like we could have done better this whole season like all the new cast we didn't get any background story from anyone except for Levitt. like i want to know like who's Vanita? what's her life what does she do why is she dressing so cute all yes. the time like tell me more you know i don't get anything from that and then even the other madison like 
I could hear a lot more about Gwen to get the whole perspective of like her family and how they've been through this. I just think there was a huge like missed opportunity where they could have dumped the entire cast and just same city, new people. And I like Vanita too. I feel like she's she's a great addition to the show. But it's like every time I see scenes with her, I'm like, what is she doing around these people? Like that's honestly exactly. My point of view. It doesn't and feel organic. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a natural fitting. Like who would be around Catherine at this point? Why is she even on the show? She should have been let go years ago. And I don't get like why she's even. I but I guess she's a good villain. But I, in that way, I'd rather a Madison because even though I think Austin is the worst, but I do find Madison. I didn't care for what she did to Danny last season. Not that I love Danny either, but I just didn't care for the way that Madison. But Danny's hard to watch at this point. Yeah. yeah. Danny's really hard to watch. Yeah, and Danny, I feel I, like she's always going to stay like that because it's literally been. Um, what, seven, eight seasons of her doing like the same thing, <laughs> like chasing after yeah. Catherine, and that's pretty much it. I don't even know what else Danny is doing other than waiting for Catherine to text her and then trying to like defend her. And speaking of the other Madison, that's another point that I wanted to make. Like Catherine had the nerve to be like, I think that they were against me, or you know, they didn't speak up for me. You know that I'm not racist. You know that I'm like not like that. Not once did anyone ever say that, yeah, I know you're not like that. Because guess what? They don't know <laughs> she's not like that. Because it, she cannot refute what she wrote in the messages. And the, they keep on talking about the monkey emoji. I'm so glad that they finally went out of the monkey emoji and was like, no, you said, I bet you don't even know who your father is. It was a bunch of vile, nasty, racist things that she said. And there's no way in hell that Craig and Austin and even Shep didn't know what she said because, you know, I think that I have sympathy, not sympathy, but I think that Shep can grow. He clearly can grow, especially through, during the election. We saw how much he's, he grew. And with his girlfriend, he's grown, and he's a little bit better at that. But as far as Craig and Austin, I think that they knew exactly what she said, and they don't necessarily disagree or care because they went live with Tammy Loren. So that already tells me what I need to know about them. She's around these people who enable her because they are very similar to her. And I feel like, is it is it popular to just think that um, having a baby is going to make people forget about all the racist shit that you said? Because that sounds familiar, too. You're right, it's very stassy of her. Yeah, very, very. We didn't even want to say her name. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, this is your no, show. Yeah, this is your show. You can say whatever you want on your show. It's just the day getting no yeah, show on our show. But I just can't no, you, believe There's just that. not enough Voldemort versions of names, you know? We need, like, Voldemort, right. but, like, in, in, like, other versions. Like, I mean, multiple, unfortunately. No, I do but tries to always or like bravo liberties tried to kind of always what is it not like glass deflect yeah deflect. no gaslight see something else while like they're doing some shady shit on the side and then we're like oh look at the sparkly thing yet they're doing something evil and i do feel like even with shep i agree with you he's grown so much but like he did something so vile and it's insane to me that even then they didn't like at least say to him like not like I, I, 
to him like you need a timeout you don't deserve a platform to have a voice because what you did was so like disgusting and I feel like with the same with Catherine I mean even did you see when Leva was talking about the um statue falling down and Catherine got like so mad like you could see it in her eyes she was mad yeah it was definitely a flash thing and I was like that's showing your true colors you're just mimicking emotions for that everyone wants you to feel like even the reunion showed it when she said that the bitch was back yeah mm. she doesn't care at all she has not said one genuine apology she said that the only one who deserves an apology is the person that I sent the emoji to and, and if you just think that it's an emoji and you act like an ass all season and you don't understand why you've been fired from your job and you don't understand why you need to apologize for a woman of color who owns a boutique that you fucking work at then I mean there's no hope for her yeah, yeah she shouldn't have even gotten the platform to stay like to lose Cam and still have Catherine needs beyond confusion to me and I feel like that's why the show should get cancelled at this point because <laughs> Honestly, it's like what the what is the point of having a show where you allow somebody to say some racist ass shit and you have the majority of the cast like trying to come to her rescue and defend her for saying it? It's like push her and make her own up to her shit and stop calling her all the time. She's a grown ass woman. She's grown enough to take a pregnancy test and get pregnant. You're grown enough to own up to what you did and what you said. And it's not that difficult. It's like a lot of people say things that come off offensive and might rub people the wrong way, but the most important part is just owning up and acknowledging what you said. Exactly. And she so. needs to apologize as many times as she needs to, yeah. especially when you're around a group of people of color. Like, it wasn't just one person there. You have the other Madison. You have Benita. You have Leva. You have all these people, especially Leva, giving you grace and, like, you're allowing these guys to protect you so that clearly says that you're not sorry and i think one of sort of i know we talked a little bit about this on your show as well but one of the things that disappoints me is i don't know if it's 100 percent canceled but i love southern charm new orleans because it is such organically like this mixed cast and I feel like the friendships are real and there's a much more authentic conversation you can have with people who are in a real group friends um, that sorry, friend group that is mixed. And in this case, it felt like to me, like they brought in people with, at least in my opinion, probably hopefully good intentions to like also confront, you know, what was happening in this sort of bubble that was not okay but instead I I know I said this earlier in the conversation but I felt like it it almost made it worse because they also then allowed Catherine to run away with it they didn't tell her like if you don't sit have these conversations and show effort you don't have your job they just added these people in and forced them to like almost chase after her for 13 14 whatever many episodes and kind of force her into even listening, not to even apologize. When she said she didn't want an audience, and I was like, how offensive is it? Because not only is it demeaning to them to call them her audience, but on top of it, those are the exact people you should be apologizing to. It's not just one person. So I don't know. I am so over with Catherine. I hate cancel culture, but I'm fine with canceling her. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's why I don't understand why people are like, they did polls to see who should come back. Um, should it be Madison or Catherine who should come back? 
why the fuck are we measuring Madison's petty drama? Like, this is the drama that we live for. This is the drama that we want to see. This is the drama that we root for, like relationship drama. Why are we measuring that to Catherine, who is a racist bitch? Literally, quite Perfect. literally. Perfect. That, that there's no measuring that and you know a lot of the polls said they wanted Catherine back instead of madison and that's what i don't get like it's like sometimes we can be together like with the whole scream face dot thing we can be together on that but then how do you go from that to not understanding that this girl is not sorry she knew what she did she's being enabled she the entire season was her not wanting to confront you know people of color and apologize for what she did how do you want that back but you can't stand Madison because of she's bringing the storyline. No, I agree. I actually terrible. Like I think they're just like Catherine is not a, a good person. Madison is playing a role. Like she is. I think she's like a lot of it. She's like knowing that she creates the drama, so she's doing it and she's coming in with a purpose to cause, like you said, to cause up shit. I think Catherine is just not a good person. From the first season, I did not like Catherine. And then they tried to get us to think she was like a good, happy, nice person. And even Cam came around for a little. But we all knew who she really was. And I, But I don't think Cam ever really came around. No, I know. But she came for like a little bit. She was like, no, I think she just felt bad for her. Yeah, I think she also just felt bad for her because Thomas versus Catherine that's like how do you choose which devil do you hate worse you know and so at that point it was you know thomas was the more devil so you know but i don't know i feel like catherine is a professional manipulator and her specialty is men and i think that a lot of people are sort of convinced of this sort of uh, you know what's it called not fish out of water um deer eyed kind of you know like like doe eyed that's the word i'm looking for doe eyed part of her kind of act but i don't think it's real i think she knows exactly what she's doing just like i knew, think she knew to be perfectly honest what she was doing when she slept with thomas and got pregnant like she was not that young she wasn't that stupid like, she doesn't know. yeah like i think she thought she wanted a life and it wasn't the life she ended up wanting but i think she knew what she was doing like she it was purposeful if you will and that's what sucks i feel with southern with this southern charm i feel like the thing that sucks is that the show was centered around Catherine and thomas's drama and then you yeah. know Shep being just Shep, and then craig and <laughs> Craig and Naomi but it's like you had so many people leave like Cameron was the thing that brought us all together the comic relief mm -hmm. the the sound whatever you know she could actually be shitty sometimes I'm not gonna like disagree on that Cameron could have could have been you know she could have been a voice of reason a little bit more but it's hard because it's all guys anyways they centered the show around Catherine and Thomas and when Thomas left that was season six Season six is over. We don't have the, the main person on the show. And then you have all these other people leaving. Cam and, like, Naomi and, like, another person leaving. Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, it's too much. I agree. Like, the best part about living in Florida is we get to wear sandals all year round. Our favorite sandals are teaks because they're so comfortable without neglecting style. Teaks are made with the most beautiful leather and are so chic that even Anna Wintour gifted them to her daughter's wedding party. At such amazing price points, you'll want to buy the entire collection. 
You can get a 10% discount with our special promotional code, SOLOMON10, when you apply at checkout. S-O-L-O-M-O-N-10. To shop, go to teeks.com. That's T-K-E-E-S dot com. And don't forget to apply our special discount code, SOLOMON10, for 10% off. We know you love them as much as we do. I feel... We should move on. We've Do done we- Southern Charm justice. With Southern Charm, is there any thoughts you guys felt like we should hit upon? Any- um, just bring back Southern Charm New Orleans. And yeah. John Moody, yeah. honestly, John Moody moved to California, so I'm, like, losing hope. But I feel like he can do both. Is that like, he true? I work. didn't know that. Yes, he put it on Instagram because I stalk him. But um, he moved to California because he's, like, an actor or whatever. So I think he has more gigs out there. But he can be, like, either a friend or he can he can film because, you know, a lot of people go to go and film and then they go back to wherever they really live. But I, yeah, I just, like, my like last thoughts is like, bring um, back some of the Like Cynthia. Yeah, like she Candy and LA Cynthia. Now. Yeah, exactly. Like, Candy has a role on the show so you know we even see her preparing to leave to go and film her role and they like follow her and stuff like that so it can work they just need to take the budget that they put into all these other shows and put it into southern charm new orleans and we have natural magic with like everyone represented i 100 percent agree Bravo's <laughs> right now taking notes and we're gonna see yeah yeah andy I listen <laughs> i hope so more screen time with barry please so, <laughs> I have to know about Dallas. What are your thoughts? Do you like Tiffany? Love, yes. love, love, love Tiffany. Love she's so funny and she's so like smart. And it, it just sucks that she had to be the one to kind of just be the person of color to go in and teach these white people what the fuck they did wrong. And it's just kind of annoying that she was introduced by Deandra, who kind of had a like kind of had a part in the fuckery but i don't even want to go back to that the point is is that tiffany is great and cameron like when she told cameron that you know you're kind of offending my entire like culture or whatever it was not cameron's job to say no i'm not and like you know it was her job to literally like just listen because also i don't think that tiffany like was dead serious about it but then cameron took like a small issue and made it huge and she just made herself like an asshole i alana what are your thoughts okay just throwing a different thought out there okay i sort of and I really like Tiffany. First of all, we have the same bag, and I really love that. <laughs> we also have, like, some wardrobe pieces that are the same, and I can always appreciate I love her style. I think she's adorable. I think when I see her with her family, I love it, and her interviews are perfection. She's funny and charming, witty, and so clever, and I love all the things she represents, too. And I actually think she fits in very well. Yeah. overall like she doesn't seem kind of like she wouldn't spend time with these people she does kind of seem like she would and she wouldn't but enough that she would that I can accept it but what I didn't like was that literally in one scene she's complaining that Carrie's bullying her about drinking she doesn't think people should pressure people to do stuff and then the next scene she's telling Cam if you don't eat this foot like you know, you have to eat this chicken foot. Like, like I'm going to shove it down your throat. And I just felt like there was, for her, even, like, 
I've been in lots of situations where um, like my culture is very bizarre to the people around me and I have to sort of represent like where like my people and I've always taken more of an approach like here it is in front of you take it like a buffet and I felt like I would have liked her to be a like a little less um like cheeky because then she gave the opportunity for someone to be like I'm offended by it I don't know if that makes sense I see what you mean. Yeah. I definitely see what you mean. I just feel like Cameron, that was another situation that Cameron like maximized kind of because Cameron yeah. tries to be the person that is just like, she's trying to be HBIC since Leanne left. Um, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> not really working. But it's, it's just not working for me because <laughs> it's just very kind of like, I don't know, hypocritical because, you know, of the whole, just the whole cast in general are not very minority friendly and i understand if she didn't want to eat the chicken foot she kind of put it in her face but at the same time it it's like if she's telling you that that's like offensive then just like listen that's why i don't have sympathy for cameron because she takes small things and she makes them really big and i just feel like as as an adult too you know um you you're (laughs) how many places have we been and we might not necessarily like the food or what they're serving or, you know, and we just look at it and we move on and we'll say, okay, no, thank you. Or I already ate before I came or, you know, hey, I think I'm going to try this instead. You know, it's, it's well, much easier to just do that. But that's what I felt like was, I was just talking about this with Dina, so I'm like, oh, like, like, hit it on this. That's exactly what I felt like was sort of happening, like when she put the food by her foot and like pretend to be like adjusting her shoe or something and then she put it down but like i feel like cameron was not there's no argument here like oh she handled herself well because she also could have i think stephanie said she didn't even eat hers like she could have just been very quiet about it and adult about it and not made such a whole deal 100 percent, i agree i was more like i felt like tiffany could have been more like oh, you don't like this? Well, we also have this and we have this and I want you to try this and there's so many good things and it became somehow like a conversation about it, like chicken feed and Chinese food and it just sort of felt like, I don't know, like there was like a like a bigger, better pot that could have been like the fight that got, you know what I mean about something of more value in a way. It was, in a way, uh, to I be fair, it was that, very housewife thing. Yeah, it was very housewife That's what I would say. But also, I just don't have sympathy for Cameron in any way because she also tried to pick on why don't you have a centerpiece and she knows that you can't have a centerpiece if you're filming because you have to see everyone at the table so it's just that if it's not one thing with Cam it's another because she wants that screen time and that's exactly what she's getting so that's why I don't feel any sympathy for her with that like with anything actually yeah I don't disagree with that I think like like last year Carrie had charmed me and then this year seeing such a like negative side about her i think i'm also like almost protective of people like when they come in like i want them to not like to make the statements that hold value if you will i definitely get that that, like yeah i think carrie has been really i feel weird because we don't see her husband anymore and last season there was so much tension we saw one when she showed her sexy 50-year-old teacher. But then, like, with her daughter, like... I like her daughter a lot. Her daughter is adorable. Her, and with 
daughter. And she made me laugh so hard when she was doing her impression of her mom. Yes. I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> but I feel I don't always love when like they share stuff about their kids like in that way. I kind of always feel like that stuff. Well, maybe her daughter actually wanted to discuss it, but I like with Lisa Renan, her daughter. I always feel like this is like it should be more about them and like maybe even their relationship, like their perspective, like. Harry's perspective of her relationship with her daughter, not her daughter letting us know this thing about her. But I do think her daughter was adorable and I liked everything about her. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely am leaning on the side of like disliking Carrie. I was neutral about her. I really liked her on the Mexico trip when she showed them like her Me culture. Too. And then Le Leanne was like mad that she didn't have like a room or something like that. I thought that, that was like that fun, was free trip. spirited Carrie and like that's who we got introduced to. And um I definitely you know, I'm so glad that Leanne is gone. But I think that Carrie is just this season, like she's just being straight off rude, like with Deandra, especially like I don't know. She's just pressuring everyone. She's trying to seem like this free spirit and she's trying to seem like um Deandra only gives a fuck about herself but we already saw that Carrie is very self-centered too even when she was with her husband she wouldn't even let him talk in that one scene I think it was like her first season on there she wouldn't even let her husband talk she's very self-centered too so she also is someone who likes to pressure people she likes to seem like the carefree uh spirit kind of person but it's just not fun anymore and I see that it's building up with her and Deandra and I'm just ready for the drama oh I was so yeah starting and um, I watched it. Oh my god, it started. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that thing with Brandy, I don't know who told her to do that. No, that scared me. It reminded me, what's the what's the doll, the redhead doll? Fucky. When he's no. Yes, yes. It's, it's like a demon doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was that definitely like, what so are you much. doing? What's the point yeah. of it? And when they and like the, the weird awkward pole dancing and the doll is just standing there like watching them with his head severed. Pole dancing. Why does she keep popping up? Who is she? She's a friend of my husband thinks she's pretty. Oh the gin. Um the the redheaded one, Jen. I we're not getting to know anything about her, and I think that she was supposed to be a friend of like, I even followed her on Instagram, and I'm like, girl, when did you, like, come in? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really appeared out of thin air. And we get, like, like little, like, sound bites from her. Like, we don't really get her. Random. It's less than Benita. Elon. Yeah. Me, like, that her husband found one of the girls really pretty, and I was like, what girl? And she's describing somebody to me, and so I'm looking out for her because I didn't even know her dad. Because Jen well, my husband's, like, biggest fear is a plastic surgery face ending up, like, on my face. Like, even if I'm, like, I want to get Botox, he's, like, no, never. You can never do anything to your face. And, like, he's, like, when we, we live in Boca, so, of course, like, everyone is, like, collagen and, you know, fillers oh, yeah. and everything. And he'll literally, like, be in the car and he'll be, like, you see that lady? I bet she's 20 years older then she wants to pretend like she looks, but she looks like her age because of what she did to her face. And I'm like, whoa, you feel deep. And so when he like ran, when he watches Housewives, he's like, all these ladies, they're so ugly. 
And I'm like, no, they're pretty. This and that. He's like, no, they're not my. I don't like what they did to their face. And then randomly, he sits down. And he goes, who's the redhead? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's definitely like the least worked on. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. I was like, I didn't like, expect the reaction. It's like the beauty. I guess I have to rewatch it. Maybe I. No, she's cute. I'm not saying she isn't. She's cute. I'm not usually <laughs> drawn to the ginger persuasion myself, and I'm certainly not happy if my husband finds anyone attractive. Like. I don't even like when he gets too affectionate, like with our little puppy, because he's so cute. And I'm like, why are you more affectionate with a puppy than me? Like, I'm very jealous. So. I get it. That's so funny. Not sitting well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jen, I wish that they would show more, like, about her, like, in general. All she does is just comment. She's like, what? Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, who are you? Like, where are you? Yeah, and especially because I think we could get rid of cast members as well. Like, I don't feel like the cast has kind of found its perfect balance. Who would you get rid of? So, personally, I prefer Stephanie when she is really far away from Brandy. And I'd be really happy to lose Brandy, who, you know, first of all, replace a redhead with a redhead so we don't have any gingers feeling left out. And second of all... (laughs) I honestly, like, I don't know, there's something about Brandy that, forget even the what she did, which is its own horrible thing, but, like, before then, I wasn't that into her because I think there's sort of, like, a, I don't know, there's something about her that makes me uncomfortable, like, her, I don't really like the practical jokes and all these stuff, yeah, and I, and I do feel like she's not that authentic like with i don't feel like we get a sense of really her life you know like she clearly has like some issues with her husband where we're getting like the very surface level and then there was stuff you know even like the kind of emotional stuff that she went through as a child in the trailer stuff like like last year it kept coming up like it really hurt her when she was sort of put down but like we never really got much of her like okay what is your story though like like explain it more get deeper share more and then her husband scares me and (laughs) the whole adoption thing was very sweet and i really like that but her other daughters also scare me like they're just very sassy and i did not grow up in a home where children speak to their parents like that so it's also like like it's just too much of a culture shock no her oldest daughter i feel like it's very scary very scary no, but then the youngest one the other day was, like, I watched an episode and the youngest one got real sassy with her. And I don't remember what she said, but I did. oh, she was putting on pink lipstick. And she's like, that color doesn't look good on you. And I was like, whoa, rude, hurtful. Like, no wonder this woman's broken. Like, you know, like, like Yeah, and it's not, she also said something okay. like offensive when one of the daughters, I don't know which one is which, because I don't really give a fuck about Dallas. But one of the daughters were literally like, oh, um, because when she had the shield on and all this stuff, she's like, you look special. And, like, that's just kind of, like, offensive. And she didn't, like, correct her. They included it. Yeah. And, like, that was pretty much it. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm good on that for now. Like, I think we could keep Stephanie and lose Brandy. And, you know, I like Tiffany. Let's add in what's her name, the other redhead. And I feel like let's see if this is a new kind of slightly more elevated mashup. Definitely. Let's see. Let's see. I could get rid of Deandra, too, actually, though. But on to more important shows. What are? How did you feel about Atlanta? Would you have taken the private jet? 
I would always take the private jet. Yeah. Like, I would definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not even on there, and I just know that I'm not, like, a bus girl. And especially because that bus was so fucking hot, I would have had to pull. Poor Portia. Poor yeah. Trying to do her best with the blanket at one point. I, I just didn't understand why they could fly, like, why she didn't. I thought she arranged another plane for them. I didn't realize <laughs> No, but they called it something. I didn't know the word, and I was trying to look it up in English. Uh, what what did they call the the bus? They called it something so a weird, sprinter? like a yes, yeah, a sprinter. sprinter. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. That's I like was, the I, business talk for you're getting yeah, your bus. Yeah, I didn't bus. know that. <laughs> a yeah. bus. That's that's all. <laughs> that's literally. And I hate that I they do that. It it's up. a bus. Yeah, but I actually thought it was horrible. She didn't tell the other ladies. I got mad about this in Potomac. Then the same thing happened. Like, if you are a host and you're allowing someone or you yourself are bringing your infant and there are multiple women on your cast that have infants, you should definitely, there's like a mommy code. That's so wrong and manipulative. I didn't like that. Kind of disappointed me, though. I, I agree. I, I think she should have definitely warned her. Um, but then, you know, on the other hand, I, <laughs> I was looking at the Wendy Williams show and she was saying that she felt, you know, they should have just been happy to go on vacation and have girl time and they shouldn't have really cared about it. But I do think that this is a crucial time for them, especially since like Portia's daughter is so young, you know, so she wants to be with her with her daughter. And that's totally understandable. Uh, Ace is young. So Candy wants to be with her son. So that's understandable. I feel like she should have said something. Yes. I, I bet it was also just like because they were also angry about the driving circumstances and that they kept finding out like, different times like lies. Like first at the dinner table, Drew did so amazing. I love her. So how are you guys getting there? How are you going? Yeah, that was very housewife. <laughs> that was great. I love that. But I love this whole thing between Latoya and Kenya. It's the only thing this season that's actually interesting me because Cynthia's annoying me with her sort of anti-COVID kind of like <laughs> yeah, ambiguity. Yeah, like she's not going to have her wedding. Yeah, when she's like, I'm going to get off the... Yeah, when she said she was going to get off the... Uh, not the aisle, but whatever. The thing, the podium and like not even marry and yell at people if they're... I was like, yeah, yeah, we know you didn't do that. Like, let's not pretend. Like, this was your date. <laughs> this is what you wanted. And you were not going to let COVID get in the way of it. But with at least Kenya and Latoya, every scene, I'm like, ooh, what's happening? Tell me more. <laughs> Show me more. Like, let's, let's deep dive here. I want to know more of their backstory. I wish we would have seen them from mm -hmm. the second they met and read every text message between, you know? I think there is something like with the Trinidadian of Latoya and yeah. Kenya is trying to like correct what didn't work with Mark. I don't know. I feel like there's layers. That's exactly here. what it is. That's why she latched on to her because she's mm -hmm. uh, the same like nationality as her husband like doesn't want her. So it's like in a way she's trying to see how the men are and see if she can um you know kind of like explain to her how to get her man back but in the process i think she kind of like fell in love with latoya or something yeah like that. i think so too i mean latoya is very charming though even though i think she is like beautiful obviously as well and know these stuff i think there is something about her where like you're just like oh okay hello i feel your energy there. come on let's you guys yeah. like drew i love drew don't like latoya <laughs> 
as well. Right, because we'll have a different. I don't think. I think Drew is makes me sad because Ralph is right. so awful that it's like when I just feel sadness when I see her. I, I get did that. like Sasha, but I don't. I don't know. Like especially when Ralph is trying to pretend like he's a good husband. I was like, like, oh my god! This I, so I like Drew as a housewife. I just like Giselle. Her fashion choices are like killing me. It's just <laughs> embarrassing. It's just the yeah. Worst. And I'm just like, just take one thing off, like just do one element, <laughs> and that would work so much better. I don't get it though. Drew is making Kenya look like she is dressing really well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do agree. And Drew, I think, is stunning. And I love the idea that Beautiful. you're going for with the whole, like, Aladdin theme. I got it. I like the Sasha hair. I'm but not going to lie. I was like, it was off. Like, what was her goal? It was the fringy trousers. They were too, like, matching her like, hair. It was, like, also the jacket, too. But it's just, like, layers yeah. and layers. It makes her look bulky, like a yeah. snowman. Yes, it was just... Yeah, and her boobs weren't sitting nicely. I felt like there was just some weird sort of cleavage <laughs> happening that wasn't like... I don't know, it just didn't feel very, like, soft. But she switched so fast. She seemed like she was having such a nice time until they mentioned the, the wig comment. I love Portia with how she did that. And then she, like, became so... I will get Portia, you. saying like a canary. <laughs> I love Portia. <laughs> I love that Portia, definitely. I, I I like the shade that Portia threw about um, singing the song, like, Amazing Grace. Very shade yes. of her. Like, come on. I, I, I don't know. Love- Portia did kill it, though. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I, think, I think Portia, especially because that was at the reunion, it was so unexpected. It was weird. It was awkward. But now <laughs> we look back on it, and we're like, this is my favorite moment, one of my favorite Portia moments. But I also love the producers this episode when they like black out the screen and show Dennis like just putting down the bag and it's like <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> Absolutely. Like thanks for making sure we didn't miss that. I appreciate it. I wasn't paying attention until they did that. <laughs> but I do think they canoodled. I think Portia might be I don't think he just left down. But oh, yeah. Shania, in her confession, which I was excited to that she got one, um, so said, good. so pretty, so beautiful. And she said that they have a really messy, like, I don't, I think Portia is just smart enough to know, like, if she tells everyone each time that the back and forth is, she'll have to hear everyone's opinion on it. But I loved Portia. First of all, I love Portia's Chanel bag that she was wearing, but I love Portia's mm. outfit. That's the exact one I want in white. Just in case anyone wants to buy me a <laughs> but, um, Put it out there. <laughs> letting the world know. Come back. Dude, you're not getting more presents for me. It was just her her birthday, and I literally like showered. <laughs> I saw a like, happy birthday, and you guys happy. went to the fucking because we live. In, I don't know if the listeners know, but we kind of live close to each other. Like we live in South Florida too. You yeah. guys were at uh, the Versace Mansion. Recently. Yes. I like wanted to move in. I really right. <laughs> it's like why can't yeah. I stay there? I know. No, it was it was lovely. We had spent the day in Vizcaya, so it's like we really did not feel like we were in stateside by the end of the night. The it staycations was really are everything. You can't travel. Everything. Yeah, the best sister. So just- I, especially here. Like this is actually. I don't understand why everyone doesn't live here, but then recently with traffic, I think that's starting to change, so I shouldn't say that anymore. <laughs> but um, 
I do feel like there's so much you can do here on a staycation. It's very unique. Plus today it was like lovely weather. It was like beachside weather. It was perfect. Yeah. Once you figure out how to get around I-95. <laughs> I don't drive. So how I figured it out was telling Dina, take me places. But yes. <laughs> well, are you, so is the, um, what's it called? The dungeon. Is that going to be next episode? Wait, was that in the preview? I think it's. I think it's going to be the episode after next. Like, I think they're going to show yeah, it at the next end. episode. They showed everyone getting like mad. Fight. I think it was oysters or something. Like, yeah. Kenya did order something for herself and not everyone else. Oh, and yeah. I think the the in PJ the, the incident with that. And like, yeah. The next yeah. episode There's is nothing like I Drew's love more than off. a fight about something Ooh. stupid, and the oysters feel just the right thing. But I want to see Drew have like her moment. I feel like yes. she's gonna show us why she's here soon. I'm well, ready for she, yeah, she did that in like the first. Her first scene was it solidified like why she got a peach. That whole thing with her husband, like that solidified like yeah, you have an amazing storyline right now. This is what we're gonna focus on. So then now we're gonna see her in the group dynamic, like hold <laughs> her own and and show why she should be there. I agree. And but I think she's so sweet. But I don't know. I don't feel like, okay, I agree with you in the beginning. She came in hot. But I feel like ever since, she's sort of been either not in the filming because of outside reasons. She hurt her leg. And then there was the death in the family and all these stuff. But I feel like w- when we're getting her there, she hasn't really popped. And so I think she seems like the type of person where you're like, oh, she seems cool. She seems nice. But as a housewife, I need messy. I need, like, drama. I need, like, you know what I and mean? she's like, about twirling. to show you that. I need I more. she's about to show yeah, you that. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm hoping we're getting that. I think because I also, like, have seen Drew, like, act in different stuff where I've liked her. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for her to be here. You know, Eva... I had so much high expectations for her and she kind of let me down. And I miss <laughs> me so much. I miss her so much. It's very hard for me. But I'm trying to accept that I have to let her go. So I'm I'm really, I believe in that. I, I want Nene to come back. I do too. Do you guys? Yeah. OG Nene, not Nene, yeah. not me Nene. Like fun. Yeah. Shady, you know, like I wish OG. that season one Nini could just somehow like appear and just like be on. <laughs> and I don't know how well, that's possible, but yeah, I would love like season three cast to just both come back, you know what I mean? Like, I just I, there's so many people I missed from the past on this show. Oh my god, Shari was like on Kenya's um birthday episode for Watch What Happens yeah. Live, and like it was amazing, and everyone was like, We need Sheree back, and I definitely agree with that. Yeah, well, I, especially I with the pandemic, she by Sheree would be so useful right now. A perfect <laughs> opportunity for her to be hawking her goods. I guess that's why I'm kind of standoffish towards Latoya, um, because I feel like there's not really a point um, of having her on. i just rather Sheree. I could see that. <laughs> throwing this out there, have you ever seen Kenya giggle? Because I hadn't. That's true. And I, I really appreciate that. I can appreciate her for that. I love the way Latoya. There have been some moments with Latoya where I'm like, I want what you're wearing, and that's where she's really won me. I don't know. I 
I just feel like I don't like the just like Drew was shading her for being a YouTuber. I don't like that she's a YouTuber and she's on Housewives because it makes me feel like, oh, I'm a podcaster. So maybe one day <laughs> I can be on Housewives. I feel like Housewives should be something that's like untouchable. And it's like I grew up I watching her makeup, uh, her makeup um, tutorials and stuff like that. So I'm just like, mm. but on the show, I definitely think that she is kind of changing my mind because even if I dislike her, she's bringing like a shady element into it. Like she's being a second Kenya. Yeah, I agree. And but there's across the franchises this new thing where they're bringing in people that are not sort of what I'm gonna say living the unattainable, even though it's kind of like attainable and attainable. And I feel like I don't want like the Gina's and the sort of average Joes. I want the people who are, you know, like I don't need a Leah. Like I don't want someone real. I want someone who is delusional. I want a Ramona. You know, like it's I don't also want someone because it's like we can have those people who are unattainable, but we also need someone who's desperate enough to do housewives. Because if you have someone like Denise or Gar- even Garcelle, because Garcelle could walk at any minute because she doesn't need the money. So when you have someone who either doesn't need the money or doesn't like the attention, that's where it's like you have to get someone who is unattainable, but also attention-starved and also yeah. like, wants to start drama because um, if they're too famous like Denise, they can just walk off. But some of these bitches like, need the money or they need the attention. I, so yeah. it's just so tricky. You're right. Though. Well, it's like power, fame, and money. Like, if they already have the power and money, but crave the fame, then they're perfect. Ilana and I have an addiction, but it's something we've both come to accept. Accessories. Nikki Rooks is our go-to when accessorizing any outfit. Her unique designs are amazing standalone pieces or work gorgeously stacked together. You can shop Nikki Rocks by going to her website, NikkiRocks.com. N-I-C-K-I-R-O-X-X dot com. Apply our discount code StylishlySolomon25 for 25% off. StylishlySolomon25. Solomon with all O's. S-O-L-O-M-O-N. We know you'll thank us later. Happy shopping! Well, are you guys, um, how are you feeling about Salt Lake City? Are you more of a Jen? Are you more of a... Heather or Lisa or Whitney. Oh my God, wait, the Whitney fight. We need to talk about that too. What did Whitney do? What? Are you not caught up? (laughs) Oh, on the show, like, oh, like the whole, oh my God. It was just, (laughs) she started, (laughs) she started a mess. I think the first thing that I want to do is get Mary out of the closet. Like, that we need to get Mary out of her closet so she can go yes. and she can be free. But I mean, she's going to be on the reunion. But if I may, I could watch a show with her, with her grandpa husband and her cousin maid just in her house. Yep, you know, just... like <laughs> the, the, those like five characters, Mary, a grandpa, husband, cousin, maid, three people, five characters. I feel like there's something there. I feel like her closet is a separate character. <laughs> All right, six characters, and we got a full cast. <laughs> yeah, I think that Whitney started some shit that she didn't need to start, and she knew what she was doing because she feels like it's Heather and Whitney versus Lisa and Meredith, and Jen is kind of in the in the in the middle. Um, as far as Jen, I really like her. I like her that she doesn't play; she goes from zero to a hundred no. real quick. And a lot of people don't like it, but I think we're watching Housewives. 
So that's what I'm watching Housewives for. So I'm not going to complain about it. My soul. I completely agree. But I do. I blame Whitney. I will blame I don't blame Jen. Because I think Whitney knew what she was going to do. Was going to make me act like. I think Whitney is very dodgy. I thought that on the first episode with Lisa, and she's dodging her way down the episodes with what she did right now. That's why I keep saying, like, she tries to be friends with everyone, and a friend to everyone is a friend to no one. Oh, yeah. So true. That's what my issue was with Sheena Shea. <laughs> I always call her the Sheena of Salt Lake City because she literally... Yes! Yeah, she's just like that. But Whitney, to me... Oh, no, it's no problem. I I just think Whitney has good intentions, but I think she just go. I don't think she's really trying to be messy, but I, it's just the way she's doing it is coming <laughs> off messy. It's like it really is, and I I genuinely think that she doesn't see it. Like when people call her out on her shit, she's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm saying and I love that. She knows exactly what she's doing. It's and that's why I'm saying it. Because she just wants to like, she she wants to like throw shit and like have her hands clean, and that's not what you're gonna do. You're gonna have to confront what you did, and especially when you know that you have a friend like Jen Shaw, who's gonna pop off at any moment. You think you're gonna go to her husband's party and tell her that people were scared of her and she wasn't gonna say shit? Like, no, you know exactly what you're doing. A thousand percent. To what she went in, and I think Whitney pretends like she's innocent person. Very manipulative. I feel like Heather was egging her on because Heather was upset with um, Lisa and Meredith. Just, like making sure it was all happening. I don't like it. So, I think, honestly, you know, breaking the fourth wall or whatever, I think what really happened was probably producers were like, you need, like, your plot line is your father. Like, you need to get in the mix with the girls. And if you heard these things, repeat it you have to repeat it you have to tell her and you have to like invoke a reaction from jen and i think she got nervous she got wasted because she got nervous and heather's her cousin and her friend was like i got your back we'll push it for it and you know as in terms of as a good friend to whitney she pushed the whole thing forward but it is beyond anything i could possibly wrap my head around when jen is trying to somehow blame whitney for her reaction what? <laughs> like I I love Jen for it, but I'm like I I can't like even imagine a person who actually thinks that it's someone else's fault when they it did is. something. You're wrong. It is. I I completely agree. I think it's like like you you know that I'm gonna like snap. So why would you yeah. make me snap? And I feel like that's not rational and it's not okay. But we're not talking about rationality. We're talking about housewives. Yeah. But I think that it blew up so much that it made her upset because now it's like, oh, fuck. Like, not only, like, did I go off, but now my husband isn't talking to me. So you really got to pay for it now. And it's not, like, it's not sensible at all. But that's yeah. how And I pre- this is why I love Jen. I'm, I'm criticizing something that makes me love her. But it's also, like, when I hear people, like, saying it was Whitney's fault for me, I'm like, no, like, Whitney's stupid, and she, I mean, 
I would never even told her what I heard, but let alone told her at the stupidest point. But you can't say like someone throwing a glass and their husband not talking to them for days because they acted a fool is anyone's fault but the person who did those things. Like if you tell me something that upsets me and I put on a smile on my face and, you know, go through the party or whatever, I will make a good housewife. But I'm also being responsible for my emotions. It where on I the kind of person you are because I know that I have friends that react differently. So my friends that react differently, I'm not going to do certain things at a certain time because I know my friends are going to. But are Whitney and Jen really friends? Yes, because according to Whitney, the whole MO of why she did this was because she cares so much about Jen that she had to let her know at her husband's birthday party that people were talking bad about her. But that sounded to me like the producers. Like, you know, when, when like your mother tells you something and then you repeat it and people are like, mm, that's a hot take. But like, really, you just sound wise because your mom told you. But then she goes and she goes to Mary again and she's like, oh, remember when you said such and such? Are you sure? Like, she doubled down on it. So that's why I can't like give her any slack. But I do agree that it's just not rational. But I love Jin Shaw just like you love Jin Shaw. And we're going <laughs> to see that shit play out literally tonight. So I'm so excited. Well, I'm not like Whitney. I don't. I mean, maybe they'll keep the full cost again. I don't think Whitney has brought anything from her own. You know what I mean? I feel like she is more, I don't know. She's just not like, she lacks a certain something to me. But I also think that a lot of the cast, what makes Jen sort of have the platform, if you will, that she does is because a lot of the cast is not reactive and she's like reactive enough for everyone. So you kind of, I guess, I don't know. I feel like we could lose Whitney, but we could never lose Jen. I just feel like the one who's not giving much is Meredith because she's always disengaging like anything anything I'm not engaging in this I'm not arguing I'm not and I get why she's doing that because they're talking about her marriage but at the same time it's like if you don't want to film any group scenes then what kind of a show are we gonna have but I would okay. definitely keep them all you like Meredith and Lisa I love Meredith I love Lisa. and Lisa but I love them as a duo. I feel like I think Lisa um, is stronger on her own. But Meredith, when she's not with Lisa, has Brooke. So it's like balanced. I think that Lisa is the perfect housewife because she's a mix of I have my home, my home life. Like you know, I'm a businesswoman. I'm a mom. You know, I have this husband who's just like shut up, be my husband, support me. And then in the group, she's willing to have these conversations and engage in the drama she doesn't just disengage and cry off she completely like and she always looks fabulous yeah she's amazing yeah i really love Lee. her white her white boots before they went race car driving love that look and i everyone's like picking at her for not going fast enough okay realistically 70 miles an hour that's what <laughs> she was going that's fast in real life and then also it's like i am worth millions of dollars bitch i'm not gonna get on a racetrack and go 150 miles an hour just because you bitches are. Like, I have a lot to lose. I have a child. Yeah. Like, do what you want, but I'm not about to do that. And that's how I feel, and that's what I would do. And she was in the place. She seemed to be having the most wonderful time. So it wasn't, like, on her. Like, it wasn't like she was somehow resentful. Like, she did. She wanted a different image. She seemed to be good, so why is everyone else having a problem? <laughs> so funny, though. Because it just made her seem like she was going like a snail. 
I did like at the end when they showed like who won, you know, like in which place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so petty. I love the petty producers who are responsible for like everything that we're talking about. And that's why I like um, another reason I like Salt Lake is like we just discussed the Dallas and Southern Charm and well that's why I like Housewives like Atlanta and Salt Lake City but we just, just discussed like Dallas and Southern Charm and it's like we have all these like this heavy not fun terrible drama and then we get to Atlanta and Salt Lake City and we're talking about much lighter things just debating yeah. on like the way Housewives is supposed to be it's not taking I, I out agree. of that I, I have not enjoyed a lot of shows this last six months honestly on bravo well i mean i watched every single one and i would like be hysterical but i missed an episode having said that i just didn't enjoy it because i felt like there was sort of this off quality and i'm really like i think it would be a mistake for bravo to pivot in any way that becomes less of like a reprieve from what happening i don't think we should be unaware i think they have to do certain things to be socially more than just conscious just socially um respectful and responsible but i also want them to have the lighthearted. and atlanta has done that like they've had these kind of emotional dips that are really serious especially when you're discussing anything related to portia right now but then there's so many moments where you know yeah. you just get, yeah, yes yeah, I mean, just like Portia sweating in the bus was just everything. Like, Take no one else could do off. a bus ride like she can. You know what I mean? Like, she just, everything. I just love her. And Marla, when she came in, like, the full, the like, it reminded me of E.T., like, the year that, you know, when they come to take the little alien thing. I mean, ah, Marlo. Even Kenya gave us a feathered sweater in turquoise. Yeah. Um, thank you. Good Thanks so much. There was a lot to take. They've given us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I love Atlanta. I know we had moved on from it, but I just wanted to. No, that. that's yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. Like, we can talk about light stuff, like make fun of the fashions and all that stuff. Even though with Whitney, like, it was her, we were, like, trying to see if her one friend was, like, a canine conspiracy person, <laughs> which she ended up being, but she's not on the show, which is amazing, so we get, like, a break from that. And it's like, I don't yeah. doubt that maybe some of these women were Trump supporters or did, you know, whatever, but it's just that their behavior outside of the show is not reflective of pure, like, racism, and that's the difference, is what I'm trying to explain to people, is just like, oh, why am I, you know, I, it's, it's not about, like, what side you land on, it's about how you're treating people, and how you're treating people outside of the show, and we don't have any of that bullshit with them. Yeah, I think that's really well put. You say things very eloquently. <laughs> oh, thank you, because I'm full of shit. You're in the right field. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know. I, 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 I really enjoy the way you present your have argument. No life. You I don't have a life, so I get to sit here and really think about things and ponder about it and make it live. That's why I'm on Instagram all day. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you, well, you, the result of it is good work. You're doing your <laughs> research. You, you know, you're getting all the information so that you can make these like beautiful, like airtight statements and arguments and i'm here for it <laughs> spread the word please spread the word <laughs> we are that's why we're so lucky to have you on today because everyone gets to enjoy you both and to hear your 
perspective in a way I hope really leads them to following you and listening to your podcast. I think you are, both are amazing. Thank you. And so funny and just like some of my favorite. I listen to you guys always when I'm driving to work and it's a great way to start your day. <laughs> Thank you so it much. That really means a is. lot to us. It's, it really does. Well, it's true. Every, every time someone says it, we're like, wow. Yeah, like what? <laughs> like even you see people downloading the podcast when you go on like the podcast app or whatever, but you don't realize that people are actually like listening until they like tell you that they're listening, yeah. and then it's just like thanks every anyone who has ever listened, like thank you. <laughs> no, but it's also crazy because when you know someone's listening, you're like, oh no, I must have sound stupid this episode. I know this one person is listening, so there's exactly. someone else that knows. It makes me a little bit more like self conscious, also. Like, and then you put out me, another one and they keep, yeah, listening. yeah, and then just till we get on TV, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we could listen to you guys for hours and hours. But before we let you go, we've been so honored to have you on. We have a fun little game that we play called um, Call Text Delete, and um, basically, you it's like, um, you know, F Mary Kill. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then we're going to do Southern Charm Edition, Alana. <laughs> so we wanted to do the new cast. So we did Leva, Vinita, and New Madison. Call okay, text call text delete. You have to explain delete. why. I'm going to call Vanita just to see where she shops at because her style literally is amazing. And we have stuff to talk about. Like, she has to tell me what they're really like when they were filming. Um, you know, how she talks to Catherine. Like, why is she on there? Like, all of that stuff. <laughs> so that's why I have a call, Vanita. We got a lot to talk about. I have, I'm going to text Leva to thank her for doing the heavy lifting and having the patience to even sit with these people and explain to them why they're being pieces of shit. And then I'm going to delete Madison, not because I don't like Madison, but because I just don't have time for her stupid ass drama, like, at all. I'd say... <laughs> okay, you, yes. I agree. I'd say I definitely call Leva just to ask her how she got as much, how she has as much patience as she has because I don't have that patience. Um, I text Bonita because I want her to send me pictures of her. I think she's pretty and I think she can dress. I love her hair. And then I delete Catherine. It was oh. Madison, though. It was Madison. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. But oh. you can delete Catherine. Okay. Because <laughs> she was about to say. Delete Catherine. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely delete Catherine. <laughs> have you not yet? <laughs> Madison. Yeah, no, I already have. You're right. Yeah, we're going to delete Madison, though. <laughs> okay, well, that is one of my favorite games because I think it's always really funny to hear not just like the order but also the why <laughs> yeah exactly i love that and i'm glad that you didn't give me like the guys oh my god if you gave me the guys <laughs> i would die should it's we like, do delete, the guys delete, no. <laughs> delete delete literally i can tell you right now the guys delete 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 it would be more like you're like block delete and like send send hate unfollow yeah like block delete unfollow well, no, I honestly think they should all just be deleted. No, your your phone space is precious. You don't you don't need like Craig and Shep and Austin like taking up that memory space. Like, please let go. I'm ready for that story to end. 
Okay. Oh, they're loving. I'm sorry, but I think that Austin's going to stay. Not because I like him, but just because I'm online. Yeah. And that's unfortunate as that's fuck. Happened. Yeah. But this, I think. This. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think if closer to when they start filming again, they quiet down, there's a small chance because they didn't, they did bring the only drama, especially relationship drama. Like you said earlier, like Catherine and Thomas were that sort of center relationship. So they need a new one, but I don't think they're like interesting enough. Like they're like kind of, they're not even like, um, Sammy and Ron from Jersey Shore. Yeah. I don't know if you watch it, but like they're not like heated. Where you're like, it's crazy people. They're like, not like, that toxic. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I either need them to go way more toxic, or I need them to like somehow make progress. And since neither are gonna happen, I feel like eh, okay. You're right. <laughs> Thank you so much for like having us on the podcast. By the way, so much. Yes. Oh my god. Please let everyone know, like, where to follow you, where to listen to you, everywhere where they can stalk you. Bravo Wild Black everything. <laughs> that's Instagram. <laughs> that is Twitter. That's our podcast. Um, our Patreon as well, right? Yes, it's patreon.com slash Bravo Wild Black. If you really so, want to support people of color trying to come up in the podcasting game, like, we really love what we do, and we really want to make a, a living out of this. So if you can find it in your hearts to subscribe to our patreon please do we would appreciate it and if not just give us a follow on instagram thank you so much yes, thank you. <laughs> everyone you absolutely must listen to their podcast it's literally the best so please 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 follow them if you can afford to please support their patreon page as well and definitely follow them on ig they're hilarious thank you again